Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is Izzy and Kempe for breakfast on SENZ. Is he camping for breakfast? SCNZ just after six o'clock. Rural roundup. Handy Joe getting up nice and early. Kemping doing a little crossover. Ooh, remember those days, Kempe? <laughs> getting up nice and early every single day. Hey, brother, how you doing? I'm all good, brother. I'm all good. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, well and truly settled in here. The rain up in Tamaki Makoto yesterday was. Oh, Unbelievable. I can't believe it. I looked over at Jay last night and I said, man, have you remembered in our time the weather to be so, I guess, wet? You know, rain every day. Where's the sun gone? It actually came out yesterday morning. We went for a walk after work and it was a beautiful day. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, about three o'clock, it just it got dark, like really, really dark really quickly. And the rain came in. Um, all night last night so I uh, hope everyone's been safe out there I don't, I don't know what the water tables are like I'm speaking to a mate up in Kitty last week and he's saying Saturday he hadn't seen anything like it up there rain wise um, paddocks are so so damp up there uh, but I'm guessing that's what it's like around most of the country but Kez is telling me mate that um, you were out filming a, something like a brand new caravan you've put together tell us a little bit about that son <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kizza. Trailer Kizza, Park Kizza. Dad. Um, Kempe, Kempe, Kempe. <laughs> Look, uh, yeah, so a while back, company just, they've just come to NZ and they're just looking for someone, a family that loves a bit of camping and so I got to design my own caravan. Yeah, it's a, it's a cool, <laughs> it just arrived yesterday so I was filming it all morning. Um, yeah, so it arrived and parked it up outside, it's, it's all black and it's pretty pretty mint, eh? It's it's pretty cool. So we were just filming that yesterday, kids. It's got two sets of bunks up the front, 
So the kids took all their pillows, everything that they own, out to this caravan after school and <laughs> pretty much wanted to sleep in it last night. I'm like, mate, relax, we'll go use it soon. But, uh, yeah, I'll send some photos after this. It's it's pretty nice, and I'm very, very lucky. Got, got to design this. Daisy did the inside. I pretty much picked the outside. It's like an off-road caravan, so it's got big wheels on it and a big frame on the bottom, and, mate, it's got hydraulic you need um, a truck. airbags. You can... You can lift it and lower it. Oh yeah, I've got to go take my um, my truck in and get a get it all kitted out because I thought you know just chuck it on the tow bar and tow ball there and you'll shoot off. But nah, need all these new fancy things. So there's a lot, lot of things we got to do before we shoot off. But yeah, that was a cool day. Cool day to get in, get in that. It's like um, it's like Christmas, you know, when you get to get something like that. But uh, yeah, did it come Looking with a, to Did it. it come with a um, electric shaver? Electric shaver, yeah. Look, oh, oh. I made the big decision, Kimpy Ricardo. Oh, oh. I was under a bit of a cloud. I was like, mm, was the should tap I shave turned this? Off? Was the tap turned yeah. off? Is he? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'd, I just had a whole weekend of abuse in regards to my moustache, and I thought, look, this isn't great. If I have to keep my moustache, or oh, it's got to go, it's got to go today. So yesterday morning, I shaved off the moustache, got rid of it. What do you reckon? It wasn't really great, was it? Mate, it was absolutely you, horrible. Makes you makes you look at least oh, twelve months younger. <laughs> twelve months? That's not much, Kimpy. A bit more than that, please. Yeah, no, yeah. I like the peak too, mate. I like the little the little hairy peak up the top too. You got you've got a little bit of what's that? Got a bit of wax in there this morning. Oh, that's just here, Kimpy. When you've got plenty of it, you know, you have a bit of struggle. You have problems in the morning. It's called morning hair, you know, Kimpy. So never had that problem. I'm not doing too bad in the hair department, but um, if you notice, the room's been changed. Yeah. So I've still got the 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 faces up on the SCNZ um, board here, but just got the all black slag in the background because we're sh- we're shifting tack now because we're heading into rugby championship and. We're heading into Rugby World Cup, Ricardo, and we've got a big guest on after seven. I'm looking forward to this. Well, we've got mate. a couple of big guests on when it comes to that today mm. because, yeah, Sean Edwards is the uh, the defensive coach of France, of course, a champion rugby league player as well. Champion. Absolute champion mm. bloke. He's got uh, more silverware than you can shake a stick at from his rugby league playing days as well as his coaching days when he was head coach at Wasps as well. Sean Edwards, mm. he's coming on. And, and there's a bloke who knows a little bit about footy as well, uh, Graham Henry coming on after 8 o'clock. So <laughs> I thought we'd get Ted on as a somebody who's a great coach with a great coaching pedigree to give his thoughts on another great coach and and, and Razor and, and, and see what he sees in Razor as well and and the, the dynasty that he's built at the Crusaders. So we've got both those blokes coming on uh, to talk uh, footy. So we've got plenty of footy chat coming up today. Plenty of footy chat. Look, if we're having chat to Ted, I was watching the news last night, actually, and he's been up the far north because he works in with community rugby and, and community rugby clubs. And there's a club up north that about a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, they were struggling, nearly uh, went under. But now they've got two senior teams, a couple of um, junior teams, and they're thriving. So it'll be interesting to chat to him about that as well, what he's doing in the community. But talking about Razor's success, and quickly, boys, I just I noticed something on Sunday. And Eddie Jones went on breakdown on Sunday night, and he's obviously just announced his uh, Wallaby squad, 34-35, a couple of old names. Quay Cooper's back in the mix, Marika Korobeti. Um, but he, he had a wee something to say on the breakdown. They got the mind going, Kimpy, and I know you'll love this. Kez, can you play that clip? Yeah, we've got about three or four that are ready to sign, mate. Uh, <laughs> big names. Big names. Uh, I can't tell you now, but 
No, I, I think, and I think it adds to the competitive tension. And by signing a guy like Suyali, it, it helps that. If we sign two or three others, it'll help that. Oh, there you go, eh, Kimpy? So Eddie Jones, come on, spoke to the breakdown, Kirsty and Co, about Joseph Suali's signature, uh, Suali'i, sorry, and the three big names that potentially he is talking. He doesn't mince his words, Eddie Jones. Doesn't mince his words, and he spoke about the need to play fight fire or fire in terms of the NRL because when you flick through the Daily Telegraph over in Australia, you go to the back page, there's still water polo, and then you see a little clip of the rugby. It's all league-dominated AFL. So when you got someone like him in the media having a little conversation like that and saying that there are three big names potentially going to go and play rugby, oof. Doesn't that get the mind flowing, going? Who are those three big names, Tony Kemp, Rick Doll? Mate, I, I read that. I read that, uh, you know, after he named his side and he's pulling all his players back from overseas. I think it was nine players he pulled back from overseas into that into that squad for the, mm. for the championship, obviously looking at the World Cup. And then I read that little clip at the back of it saying, yeah, we're talking to a few league boys as well and uh, watch the space. We've got some signings coming on. He's, he's got a, a massive fight going on at the moment with uh, Volandis, the, the New South Wales uh, racing guru and of course who's bought the NRL all the money um, and growing the sport and then around I guess running off the back of Volandis it looks like if he's if he's going to sign anyone for my liking it's going to be ex-rugby players you know what I mean so he's taken Joseph back it, it wouldn't surprise me if Angus Crichton goes back because he's come from rugby um, you know they'd be that type of player but there's not going to be you know he ain't going to get the likes of Reese Walsh Latrell Mitchell um, you know, why not, Tommy? Tommy Turbo, mate. He just couldn't. He couldn't. He couldn't. Um, I'll tell you one thing. He will do is he will pump their contracts up. And the one thing that mm-hmm. Volandis will do, Volandis will make a rule because this is what Volandis does, and he'll call mm-hmm. it the rugby rule. Yeah, he'll call it the rugby rule, mm-hmm. and he will just pay them overs those blokes to stay in the game. So all he's gonna all he's gonna create is going to create a mini super league war. It's called a rugby rugby league <laughs> war. And Volandis with all the with the purse strings is gonna is gonna introduce a rule and he'll say, Well, if they wanna come to our sport, what we'll do for the clubs because you've got to think about it. If he does go to sign marquee players, let's say Reese let's name those three fullbacks, Reese Walsh, Tommy, Tommy Turbo and Latrell Mitchell, mate, he'll just introduce a rugby a rugby a rugby rule. I wouldn't be surprised if Tommy Turbo goes. He needs to play something where he doesn't get injured so so often. So you know, take it easy and go play some union for a while. Yeah, yeah. But it's, I, I tell you, I tell you, he knows how to get them in the media. Old Eddie Jones. He doesn't mind you know putting himself right out there. Like you said, you know, he talks. He talks with a forked tongue, um, and that mm. gets you. That gets you the media that you want. He's worth his. He's worth his, his weight in gold just for um, some of the comments that he makes. But. I, I just think at the moment, um, Australian rugby. Yeah, I, the only the only people that are going to be happy about uh, this type of conversation are the actual players, because their contracts mm. are going to go through the roof. Yeah, and I, I, look, there's a lot of positives from it too, Kippy. Like they've got a rugby world cup coming up in a couple of years. They've got a British and Irish Lions, and that's a huge factor in a lot of these decision makings. But you, you talk about the big names, Latrell, Reese's, Travoyevich. Okay. Potentially they probably won't make the shift. But the next crop that potentially could make the shift, and obviously there's big outside backs, but when you look at the forward pack and you look at people that are in inside the in the middles, you know, the big bodies that are really mobile, is there anyone that you think, okay, not even have to be a rugby player, 
played maybe a little bit growing up, but more of a leaguey that potentially could make that transition over to, to rugby union? Oh, Payne Huss, without a doubt. Like Payne Huss came from Newcastle. When he was up in Newcastle, he played he played NFL, he played rugby, he played rugby league. Um, now, big body, he goes straight into that number eight position and he just picks the ball up from the back of the scrum and he's going to be hard to tackle. Can he transition into international rugby? That's your, always going to be your question, isn't it? You know, yeah. not, there's not too many Sonny Bull Williams around there. You look at Roger, um, there's not too many of those players that can make that technical transition from rugby league to rugby union. Um, it's a pretty simple game, rugby league, mate. It's a difficult game technically, uh, rugby union. And could you imagine Payne Haas or someone like that going into Eddie Jones's camp? It'd be an interesting one. I oh, mean, yeah. If you look at most of the guys that um, <laughs> that the Wallabies have got from league over the years, they've all been outside backs. Mm. Hey, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's Just a, less to, to worry about, eh, Rick? Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, it's, you know, and I'm not I'm not having a crack here, but, you know, it's, it's you know, basically, I think Sonny Bill Williams talked about it, and a few others talked about it. It's what you do when you get to the breakdown, how you handle the breakdown, how you manage the breakdown, what you can and can't do. There's so much to learn and, and mm. you know, um, there's all that, I guess, that instinct, what you would do instinctually versus what you need to do and training that is is a hell of a lot harder. Um, and I, I think that's probably why, you know, we'd see easier to go from union to league than the other way around. I, th- I think a lot of it too is around, you know, it, toughness in rugby union, toughness in rugby league are two different things. You know, you'd have to argue that Sonny Bill Williams was one of the toughest rugby league players to run around. You know, he... The, he, he basically owned the shoulder charge when it was legal. Um, and that middle of the park, we used to go through the line, introduce the offload. But when you go to toughness in rugby union, it's about the breakdown and get putting your head in those dark places and, and getting mm. ringed. You know what I mean? Like you get, you, you're like in a washing machine getting, getting rinsed um, you know, for 80 minutes. And I think when you're looking at it from a league perspective, if you if if you are thinking of someone with a forward, like they couldn't be any other than a, a number eight or a, a a flanker. You know what I mean? Because mm. they're not going to get in there and get rinsed out like those rugby union boys have been doing at that level for so many years. You know, Sam Whitelock, Sam Kane. You know, those guys that are used mm. to it. You just can't go. What well, I'm going to come from this game. Rugby league, and I'm going to go on and put my head in that space. I just, I can never see it happening. Yeah, well, I mean, and that's the thing, you know. Sam Burgess, he couldn't, he couldn't make it work. And I thought when Sonny Bill came over to Union from rugby league, that he was best placed to be a loose forward. But they, mm. but they went, no, we're going to play him in the backs. Oh, and I think that's the difference, yeah. is he? And as he would know, that, mate. The thing I remember about rugby union when I played it, all right, I just did not want to get rinsed. You know, you pulled me. I was playing halfback. Those forwards reached through the ruck and pulled me in. I'd bite their hands. Get, get, get out. <laughs> Let me go. I'm, a, I'm no way in the world getting my head in that spot. And I think that's the difference. You know, you've got guys that are growing up, and they, and I think mm. those selectors like the Teds in that they see that and go, well, that's the bloke we want. You know, we want that kid who's going to just do that for us. And Izzy would know them. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Oh, it makes sense, doesn't it? Guys, like you know, coming over, you want them to to focus on just pure mindset and skill sets to what their positional involves. And when you're going over and playing on the forward, you've got to worry about a breakdown. You've got to worry about a line out. You've got to worry about a scrum, kickoff receipts. There are so many things. Like you're not just getting into position, staying there and hitting it up. You've actually got to hit breakdowns. You've got to be 
a step ahead of the opposition, and particularly with Benji Marshall when he came over and played 10, I think it's a tough, difficult decision for him to play 10 because you've got to drive the whole show. Even though you drive a lot in rugby league, you're making all the decisions, but there's just so much involved. You've got to know every single line-out move, where it's going on the line-out, front, middle, back, so you can um, pick your play off it. Um, you got to know where you're kicking. Oh, there's just so much involved. But, but I reckon watch this space. Interesting to see if anything comes out of it. Not Eddie Jones. He just loves playing with the media, so it could be speculation. But um, Eddie, you know, he's he's, he's man of a uh, few words. But when he talks, he listens. Yeah, well, I mean, to be fair to Eddie, he hasn't stipulated exactly where these guys might come from. I mean, there's a few blokes mm. at the moment who don't have coaching gigs, so I might even just be getting somebody over as a, as a coach to be the defensive <laughs> coach because seems to be the thing, doesn't it? Well, he's a, got, he's got Hodg- a defensive coach. I think he's got Hodgkinson, hasn't he? He brought him back from England, the uh, the ex-West Tigers fullback. Brett um, Hodgson. Brett Hodgson. So I think he's brought him back. Look, look. He last week I don't know if you watched it, but Andrew Johns was at training down with the Wallabies. Yeah, you know, taking all the all the back mm. all the backs and five eights through, you know, um, straightening straighten the lineup um, offensively. So, man, I th- mm. look, I, I do take my hat off to him for using that. You know, that's mm. you know talking to Sean Edwards like Sean Sean Edwards for instance when he comes on this morning, uh, he's been around in rugby union since two thousand I think the early two thousands. And made that transition through, you know, Wales, the Lions, Wasps, club level, into the France 14 and into the French team now who's sitting number one. You know, like, I just think that, you know, when Eddie Jones, those head coaches go, well, we can actually learn something. That's one thing I think that the All Blacks are, um, are missing out on. They need to get with the, with the um, programme. He's the pioneer of the line speed, Kempi, yeah. in terms of defence. He, he was the one that really painted, put it on the map. And our teams are focused on. I'm really looking forward to this because Sean Edwards is is a big name that many have spoken about when he didn't get the England job or he didn't get the Welsh job. You know, he's always been in other uh, teams that have gone so successful. Every team he coaches, they're, they're very, very good. And Sean Edwards has um, got an opportunity now with, with France rugby. And I want to talk to him about like the line speed and, and everything that goes on and what are the challenges now with teams that have been facing line speed. How do you continue to evolve your defence? So, man, I'm looking forward for that chat after 7 o'clock. Yeah, well, I mean, it's enough of this chat, gentlemen. There's, there's proper hard questions that need to be asked. <laughs> Let's do it.